Hello and welcome back to Love at First Contact. I am Sam and joining me as always is my number one. Safai. We're trying a new setup here in the sound booth. We've got the mic now hanging, uh, not over us, but like from above. You think? It's like hovering. Yeah, it's like hovering, like not above you, but adjacent to you so that you're louder. So uh, what do you think? What do you think of the podcast? We're at episode, I think, 43 right now. So we're closing in on 50. I've got some pretty big surprise plans for you for our 50th anniversary. We might we might have a bunch of friends stop by. So What friends? What friends? Well, um, I guess I can say a couple people who are going to come on. Uh, Kate Sisko, who does our amazing art. She's not going to come on the podcast. Yeah, I was like... Uh, She's going to send a message in. Okay. Why, why not? Kate would be a great guest. Well, because she doesn't live here. That's true. Well, neither do, do our other guests who are coming up, but they're still coming on. I know, but that's so, why I was, like, concerned a, about that. We could have done like, a big Zoom call. Here. We could have done a big Zoom call with everybody. But, no, it's uh, she's going to send a message in. Some other people are going to send a message in. I think every person we've had on the podcast so far. What do you mean, like, a message in? Like, just a quick audio message to say hello to the audience. And like, that we that we add on to the... To the... Yes, through editing. Through the magical power of audacity. Oh, okay. So... Uh, but uh, welcome back, everybody. It is episode 43, and you all know what that means. It is Conspiracy. Conspiracy, the season the season finale of Star Trek The Next Generation, which is not a season finale. It's it's uh, the penultimate episode, but it very much feels like a modern-day season finale in a way, right? Uh, sorry, Hoshi. Sorry, I just scared her cat. I know. I, our poor cat Hoshi just showed up on to. set. I don't know. How did you scare you? I literally poor... just put my finger down for her to sniff it, and yeah, then she jumped. She's a jumpy cat, so. But, yeah, so, like, you would you would call this a season finale, right? Uh, I, I, I don't know. You don't know? I, I don't know what's... I, well, I you watch a lot of modern TV, and you can say that, Isn't like, this the start of season two? No. This is the end of season one. What Sorry, guys, I'm moving the mic. This is conspiracy. What, what's the start of season two uh, again? Season two is the child. That was, oh, that was the I episode. thought this was the start of season no. two. It would have been a good opener oh, for okay. season two. But there... So then, yeah, I guess it's finale for, like, the obviously for the first season. Honestly, the last two episodes we could have watched could have been the season finale, and I would not have been disappointed at all. Like, um, what were the last two we watched? Well, the conspiracy. I'm speaking of the one we're talking about now, and then Skin of Evil, where Tasha dies. I think Tasha. Oh yeah, that could have been like a really good like season finale one, um, uh, episode. Yeah, like it would have been a really good finale, and then like the actual season finale of Star Trek: Next Generation season one is not that great. <laughs> the neutral zone. We watched it. Remember, it's the one of the country music singer and the people in cryo from like our time. Who wake up and then the Romulans? Oh yeah, yeah. The, the what was it? Ship in a bottle. Ship in a bottle. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they left a ship once. That's to go to another ship. Yeah, true, true. So, in the terms of Star Trek, ship in a bottles, that still counts as a ship in a bottle. Okay, then yeah, it was just really boring. The one with the, what? The two storylines in it. Yeah. With the no, his dad wasn't. No, no, no. No, that was the one we watched with my right, dad, right, which right, is right. like eight episodes from now. So. Turn your head from the mic. I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. Out of nowhere. We've been doing this for 44 episodes. Um, but let's go to your question. My favorite part. Okay. Hey, did you know I love you? I don't think I've ever said that on the podcast. That's cheesy. Is it cheesy? Yeah. I think it's nice to get to say that I love you to like a thousand people. I, so. I think it's cheesy on a podcast. Shut the hell up. Let me <laughs> be cheesy. Um, I, uh, I don't like Dad's laugh. Yeah, the ha 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 ha
Yeah. And it reminds me of one of my kids that I teach at school, and not exactly, but just a forced laugh, and uh, I don't like it. Yeah, it, it's supposed to be, like, unsettling, so um, it, it's a little weird, but sorry, guys, I'm moving the mic again. Um, I should have done this beforehand, but we, we do... All right, so we uh, we definitely didn't just have to start restart recording and move the mic to its old position because the new position didn't work. And then he muted it. And then I muted it, so we, we've had a little audio hiccup there. But thankfully, it's fairly noticeable, right? Besides the five seconds of silence. So. Uh, I really thought you had attached it. No, I'm not that smart. That not this what this is for? Yeah, but I've got to get the attachment for it, and I don't have that. I just have the gimbal. Oh. So I had it hanging upside down by its base, which was not smart to be honest. I mean, with, it but... looked pretty good upside down. It just obviously didn't work. I mean, if it was, you know, screwed in up there, it probably would have worked. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll fix it. I'll fix it in between this episode and the next. Um, Okay, so let's go ahead and go to your questions, like I was saying. Um, for, I already for... said one. What was your question? Sorry. I don't like Dad's laugh. Right, right. We've already talked. Yeah, Dana's laugh sucks. Next question. Um, Walker, Walker books crazy? That I put? Captain Walker. Yeah. Walker Looks crazy. Looks okay, crazy. my yeah. L was really close to my L. Yeah. Walker, I mean, that's the point. You're supposed to be like, is there actually, like, a conspiracy? Or is it just this captain gone crazy and he's looping in all the other major captains of Starfleet? Um, in the end, he's, he's not crazy. He's right. Mm -hmm. So, and I mean, it is weird. Like, you've got to think. Like, they don't ever follow up on this again. But this was the first time Star Trek had ever directly followed up, like, directly on a plot line. Because, I mean, the Admiral <coughs> and his assistant were both in Coming of Age. They were both investigating some kind of disturbance in Starfleet's higher up. And then they both got infected because they were investigating what was going on. So, I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting. So they did about. have concerns, but they got infected before they told anybody. Yeah, they were trying to keep it secret. And it might be that his assistant was always infected. Um, his assistant may have always been infected. I think that was just, like, he was just a creature that, like... Well, no, he was a real person. Oh, he was? Yeah, he got infected. I thought he was just some type of actual creature that somehow was, like, had some technology, was able to... I don't know. No, I... it's... So he was the queen, and whenever you kill the queen, I guess it kills all the other parasites that it's gonna No, I got that part, but, like, I thought it was some type of weird alien thing with, like, the aliens species can somehow like grow i guess okay what's you thought what, they could grow like a human suit yeah like what's that sh maybe it is star trek that like they um are old like they have many lives and they're creatures that live inside bodies and then once they that is star trek. Yeah, the trails. yeah yeah that's completely different okay they don't they don't grow them. Well, i thought it was like that but i thought it was like a different type of creature. you know they have a pouch so they ha they don't they don't grow them they have a pouch that they can be surgically inserted into okay um so that's how the trills do that okay. uh this is this is they're called the bluegill parasite that's a stupid name yeah it is it's a fandom name too it's not one from the official show these i don't think these parasites have an official name because they just die in a second no one well they're called bluegill because they have the the blue gill that sticks out of the neck i think i missed that oh the, wait that wasn't blue i know it doesn't it was like pink it doesn't make sense so it's i don't know i don't know where that name exactly comes from i think it comes from a book Okay. So, and there's a lot of lore about these creatures, um, which we haven't even gotten to in your questions yet. I don't know we're talking about them. So let's go about back to your questions. When we get to them, I'll, I'll go over some of their history in the books. I said, does this have to do with the uh, with them interviewing people in the coming age story? Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Okay. Um, yes. Um, uh, I don't know if at the time when they wrote that episode, they had an idea that they would follow so up. So they were actually thinking far ahead. Yeah, this was the first time, I believe, in Star Trek at least, where a show 
had been like, we have this, let's follow up with it at the end of the season. That they actually have a cliffhanger, and I actually get an answer to it, instead of them just, like, yes. dropping it. and I will it. tell you, this is the start of that. Um, so, from here on out, Star Trek will get more like that, where there are follow-ups on episodes. And then eventually, when we get to Deep Space Nine, which is the next show, um, and, and late season, like, season four, five of, of TNG, they start doing, um, storylines. Good, because I could say, as the people, that we did not like that, so I'm glad you're changing it. Yeah, and I, I will say also that, um, certain storylines that have happened before Conspiracy will be followed up on again. I'm not going to tell you who, but we might see some bad guys <coughs> come back. Okay. So. Um, then I said, this is an interesting planet. The, like, what planet? Um, I don't know. The one they were on, the planet? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was it was. Just, oh yeah, with the with the red. Even yeah, the mining planet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, it's been a while since we watched this episode, so that's my yeah. fault. I started a new job, so we we can't uh, we couldn't record. Um. Yeah. So interesting planet. Yeah, very interesting planet. Mm-hmm. So, so it was a mining planet. That's what they say in the show. They say that it was a mining planet. So I mean, there is mining in Star Trek. There's dilithium mining. Um, no. Yeah, I I believe there's mining. It just I didn't see any of that. Yeah, it, it didn't really make sense. They were, like, in an abandoned mine shaft, though. Okay. So. Um, then I said, what species is he? The um, little, the blue captain guy? That He's a Bolian. This is the first appearance of a Bolian in Star Trek. They have acidic blood, um, I think, or acidic spit. Do they just come up with these random names? Bolian? Yeah, they do. They really do. Bolians, they're blue-skinned aliens. They're very humanoid, except they're bald. Um, we will see a lot of bullions going forward, including one of my favorite characters, Mr. Mott, the barber. He's, Hit- the, he's the barber in the Enterprise. The Enterprise has a salon, and my favorite person of course works they in that do. salon is Mr. Mart. I'm not even surprised they do. We'll see him. Um, well, because like, it looked like his skin was like stretched. Yeah, this is a very early bullion costume. I will say they improve it much, much more down the line. Okay. So they just hope you don't remember the mistakes that were made in the past? Yeah. Mm, okay. Um, then I said, would Data's contacts... Oh, would his contacts hurt his his eyes? Yes. I don't remember if I asked this question before. Yes, they probably would have, because I imagine back then they probably weren't, like, modern contacts. They were probably glass, so they probably were uncomfortable. I'm sure later seasons, as they got into the 90s and contacts got more advanced, they probably got better ones. But, uh, different, different <coughs> universe and different movie, but around the same time, for instance, uh, Emperor Palpatine... In Star Trek Return of the Jedi, or Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Wow. Return of the Jedi, I'm just going to say Return of the Jedi. Uh, Palpatine's contacts were glass, and they, they would get dust inside and outside, mm-hmm. so they would be extremely uncomfortable. So I imagine it's probably similar for Data, because they needed that color change effect. Okay, because... But also, like, that man is painted. That is literally gold paint. Oh, that's paint? Yeah. They, his, they don't, like... His skin is paint. They don't do some type of movie magic on him? No. They didn't, they didn't have computer to do it back then they didn't have the tech to do it oh that's... so like not even makeup no that in the morning that's paint and makeup that's... so isn't he like uh, head to toe c- cracking w- why head to toe you don't see all his body sometimes you do okay but then only paint for that well they only paint him what's what's visible for the scene right right but, like down the line we'll see data. i would be like no you're not painting my chest no well they, they do eventually um but yeah so what would happen is they would take a scene if it starts to crack they just touch it up yeah i mean if his skin is cracking what do you mean? Like, underneath, he would break out. Yeah, but they just paint over it. No, babe, I'm talking about acne. Yeah, but they just paint over it. Okay, but I'm saying for him, that's miserable. It probably was. I, I hope one day we get to meet Brent Spiner and we can ask him how miserable the paint I'm sure the story's out there. 
Okay. Um, There's th- been 50 years of Star Trek inventions. I'm sure at some point he's commented on Yeah, we'll see. And I said, I don't think that Walter is dead. Captain Walker? Yeah, sorry. I, yeah, no, he is. He is? Yeah, he's 100% dead. Like, really? His ship blew up. That's probably, like, 400 people who are dead. I thought it was going to maybe be, like, he wasn't infected yet, and it was, like, a cover-up. It was, was the showing lady captain was... who did it, too. I believe it. Because she was infected. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. Well, yeah, well, I thought I was, like, yeah, like I said, like, he wasn't infected yet, and he just wants to throw them off his trail, and, um, and, like, he got off, and he just blew his own ship up. Wait, wait, so out of all the three of them that was there talking to him, he was not infected. Wait, was the blue guy infected? We don't know. Okay. Probably not. So him and that guy was infected. Yeah, so. But I thought the captain lady, I thought she was on her own ship. She was. So why was she on his ship? Oh, she blew him up. Yeah. Like her ship. Everyone on her ship was probably oh, infected. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she, like, took her ship and went pew pew. Wait, but, like, they all left at the same time. Why wasn't Picard in the general vicinity to see this? They were. But he didn't see it. They they detected it. But he didn't see okay, it. Was, it. It was, like, hours later. Like, they had left the but planet. But they literally... Oh, oh. Because they went back on their course to Pacifica. Walker went somewhere else. The bullying captain went somewhere else. And then the other captain, who I cannot remember, who is apparently, like, the brightest, youngest captain in Starfleet since James T. Kirk. Not anymore. I bet her career... Oh, so the plan know. was always for her to blow him up, and then Picard would get suspicious, and then he no, would go to Earth. No, it was just an accident. Oh, so this wasn't supposed to happen. No. So the aliens figured out killing Walker, who was the one who was telling people that the conspiracy was going on, killing him would maybe look like he was crazy. And he had, like, neglecting maintenance and got the ship But that's not what happened. No. She followed and blew him up. So, and then she made herself scarce, which is easy to do at a warp people power starship, you know. You, uh-huh. you blow something up and you get away and then you, you, you know, it doesn't look like you were there. Well, why can't there be, like, some type of thing that, like, they can track your warp speed? You can. You they can, can. You can track your warp. You track their warp signature. Oh, they can. Yeah, but they might not have been detecting it. They might have masked it. You can mask your warp signature. But like, wouldn't that be kind of cool? If, like, they can like like after they warp and then like you can see like a miniature like of their scale of their trails and like I know it's that one. You can do that. I just said that. I know, but that doesn't sound like it is. It's warp I, trail. It's literally like like tire tracks. It's like oh, there they go. We can just follow their warp. Well, trail. I don't like that they can mask it. Yeah, I mean you can mask anything though. I don't like that. I think it takes a lot of effort to mask a warp trail, though. I think that's ridiculous. That's some Star Trek science. We got to contact a Star Trek science podcast. Okay. Ain't one of those. Ah, mm. uh, sure. Um, we probably could. <coughs> probably no one, to be honest. <coughs> then I said I don't, I don't like the admiral, admiral outfits. And I know I probably said this before. You said it about cues, but this is a different. Um, yeah, I know it's different. I still don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't, I don't like the slash. I don't like the little badgy thing that they got. Yeah, no, and they do get better. All, they do. All, all the uniforms get better after this season. Yeah, no, Picard complained about it. Yeah, we talked about that, I think, uh, in a couple episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Find out mm-hmm. in the uh, uh, Icarus Factor episode, which is like eight episodes from here. Um, Wait, did we? No, we didn't watch that yet. Yeah, you we just did. Said... That was the one with Dad. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. okay. We were, okay, I don't think I've mentioned... I mentioned it the first time we recorded this. Uh, my dad has been here, and we've recorded the episode with him, which is Icarus Factor. I think which, you said this in the beginning. I don't remember. I think you did. Okay, so they know. Okay. I don't remember. Yeah. I think I said it the first time we recorded I'm not sure. Anyway, we, re- we recorded an episode of my dad, and we talked about this there. <laughs> yes. 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 Continue. Okay. Um, then I said, what is that monster? Like, what was the, uh, that was coming out of him? That was a bluegill. 
Oh, well, now I know. Yeah, now yeah. you know. Some of these questions you should really, like, put a, a caveat next I to. I don't have my pen! Well, I meant, like, when you're, like, watching the episode, <laughs> we should do, like, a review. I know, but sometimes I think it's funny when I'm even saying it, even I, though I was... No, it what? just makes me be like, were you paying attention? But then I won't have as many questions! That's fine, and we get a shorter episode. Oh, People are happy about okay, that. Okay, well, now I know. Um, then I said, what is the commander doing? Riker? Oh, uh, me? No, 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 no. Oh, this is when he was on the ship, and we were, I didn't see what was in the case yet. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Admiral, you meant the Admiral. Uh, possibly. Yeah, I bet you meant the Admiral. No, oh, no. Okay, now I remember what I was talking about. Uh, when they were, when they were on the video chat, before yeah. they went to Earth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was over there talking, I was like, something's happening. Yeah, something's up. Something's, something's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was weird. Um, then I said, uh, have, he has so much strength for an old man, which now we know he was infected. Yeah, the parasite gives you super strength. So yeah. Strength enough to beat up a Klingon, apparently. I know. And Jordy LaForte. I, won I wonder up. if he can take, um, Spock. Well, Worf is stronger than Spock, so I would say, ooh, that's a good question. Is Spock stronger than Worf? Or is Worf? I think Worf is stronger than Spock. I would pay money to see that fight. I would, too. Worf versus Spock. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Let's put Zachary Quinto and Michael Dorn in an arena and see who wins. I would also pay money to see Kirk and Picard. Picard. Yep, yep, yep. Picard. Yep. <laughs> Picard. I would see them fight. Who? Kirk. Kirk and Picard? Yeah. Well, get ready for that. Did that happen? We got two movies. Ah, oh, crap. one movie until that happens. Okay. They, they don't fight. They fight together. Or, okay, maybe not... They go horseback maybe riding. Maybe not Picard, but maybe, like, Kirk and, um... Uh, I don't know what his name is now. Number one. Riker? Yeah, I would yeah. like it. That would be interesting. Yeah. I, I would like to see... You haven't met him yet, but but Kirk versus Captain Sisko. I think that'd be a cool fight. Hmm. So, we'll meet Captain Sisko down the line. Interesting. Okay. Uh, then I said, how is there no way to save them? Remember the doctor was saying, like, oh, we can't remove it from them. The only way that they can uh, survive is to kill them. Yeah. 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 But then they killed the mother queen, and they all died. But yeah. my thing is that, like, uh, do they come out of the ear and evaporate, or do they evaporate in your head? I, I would hope that they evaporate inside the body. <laughs> because, like, can you imagine it dies in your body... And then you have to have it surgically removed from your neck, and that's not no, a small no. But parasite. I'm saying like, would it like just come out beforehand because it's no, it's dying, and then it would just die right there on the floor. It probably would. Or would it just stay in your body and just evaporate? Never know. Never shown. We won't know. Oh, so I want to know. Um... You can't have them removed though because the <coughs> admiral in this is stated in future fiction to have gone on, um, and in Star Trek Online, a character who gets infected, one of my favorite characters too, gets infected. Um, we don't see her again after this, but she is said to be making a steady recovery. Okay, and then I also want to know like why the little uh like little arm thing is sticking out of the neck. The gill? Yeah. I don't know. That's like really. I don't like it. It's it really the, made me uncomfortable. Yeah, that's the point of this episode. Make you uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't either. You like horror films too? I thought you would really like that aspect. Um, I mean, it was cool, interesting aspect. I don't know. I just don't like things popping out of your neck. Like, horror is different from that. that no, like, that's horror. That's it's, gore. So is, so is most horror Okay, films. but I don't watch most horror, f not with the gore. You watch a lot of gory horror films. No, I which don't. Which is why I won't watch horror films with I you. watch scary thriller horror, not gore okay, horror. whatever. There's Continue. a difference. <laughs> um, what I, where am I? Uh, I said, why did they get this creature, how did they get this creature in the first place? Where did it come from? How did it manifest? Beyond our known galaxy. 
Well, that's annoying. Yeah, I mean, it's from not from our known galaxy. It's from it's from within our galaxy. It's just from far away. That's the point of the inseam. The inseam but how did, how did it come in contact with the commander? It didn't. It came in contact with Starfleet, and through different channels, it eventually reached the Admiralty, and then it eventually reached the highest ranks of Starfleet. And that was probably their plan. <coughs> no, but I'm talking about like how did it infest into the commander first? I'm. It didn't. It, it didn't. No, I would. Well, maybe it did. But he seemed to be pretty new to Starfleet, uh, for someone who's up there in age, probably. Um, so I would imagine with him being an Admiral's assistant, I mean, he probably travels for the Admiral. And he probably was on assignment at some place, and somebody had been infected, and they infected him. And then they realized that he was in a position where he's working with all of the different Admirals mm -hmm. to infect all of them. So he became the host parasite, mm -hmm. the, the queen, uh, I think, as he's referred to. I wonder if it's like like it just slides into him like they normally do, or if it was like like a small little pet we'll or, some, never know or something, and he just now. like inhaled Maybe it. Maybe we will. I don't know. That's really weird. I kind of feel bad for him. The dude was, like, pretty good, and then, like, you know, he just kind of died. Yeah, I would agree. Um, then I said, why do they want the doctor? They were very adamant saying that it was for the doctor, but they never explained why. Well, I don't know that either. Maybe it's because she is in a position on the Enterprise where she will be in contact with every single member of the crew easily, and she could easily implant them. I mean, but also the captain would be too. But the captain doesn't have access to surgical equipment. So she could literally knock someone out during surgery and plant the parasite, and then they wake up as the parasite. Oh. So, I mean, who knows? Like, I really wanted them to explain that part. I Yeah, I, there's a lot in this episode, and we'll talk about that in my notes. I don't end. like that there's so much unknown. Like, they, they have the storyline continuing on from something else, but they're still unknown, and I don't like that. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, what? Why are they eating worms? What? Why were they eating worms? I don't know. I really don't. And were they real worms? Well, let me read one of my notes real quick. If they're real worms, I don't want to know. Okay. I don't know well, they're real. I don't want to know. Um, <coughs> close your ears, then, because for the sake of our audience, I'm going to read what one Jonathan Frakes said. That's disgusting. Jonathan Frakes said that mealworms did, in fact, pass his lips. Yeah. Or grubs. They were grub worms. I don't care. It doesn't make it any better. I mean, I've eaten grub worms before. I don't. Not alive. I've eaten them mm. roasted. But No, you know, thank you. You eat anything in the desert. And they ate like a whole handful. Yeah, he did. Like. I would love to ask. Is that really good ate. for you? Yeah. I mean, there are, I mean, America, it's it's weird. But in other countries, it's. it's well, not, I know in other countries, yeah. Yeah, but like in a lot of countries in Asia, they eat giant insects. I'm surprised they were willing to do this. Jonathan Franks would do anything. All of them. I love Jonathan Briggs. All of oh, them. Oh, they probably not all of them ate them, baby. Like some of them probably just put them up to their mouth and put it down. Oh, but Jonathan Frakes, I wouldn't even get it that far. Jonathan Frakes put them in his mouth and swallowed. That so, is nasty. You go, Jonathan Frakes. This you is why you're the go. best director and actor I, in Hollywood. I hope you got your paid amount for that. I hope you did too, man. Okay, then I said, what? Uh, we already said we're. I did I write it twice? Wait, hold on. Um. The monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. I did write that twice. Um, then I res I said, res oh, I did a quote from Picard. Uh, respect life just, respect life just to destroy it. Which I think is kind of funny that he says that because weren't we just talking about how like you need to kind of kill to destroy things? life? Yeah, yeah, Armis. Like how Armis should have been taken out so you don't have a sitting nuclear weapon yeah, on a planet. I, well, that can be said about anything in Star Trek. It's like mm -hmm. Star Trek's big thing is they're not they're not going to kill the villain. They're going to leave it on a planet, and then that that villain becomes a problem down the line. Like that's the whole point of every major Star Trek villain. Like Khan. What happened with Khan? They shook hands. They left him on a planet. 
ten years later, he shows up a bad guy. And he kills your son. Half of, like, he didn't kill his son. Not his son. No, he killed, like, his best friend. Yeah, yeah. His lover. Yeah. So, um, but then you also have stuff like uh, the Borg. They'll be... Oh, I don't want to talk about the Borg. I was like, I don't know anything about the Borg. We're getting close to the Borg, and it makes me nervous I'm going to start talking about them, because the Borg are the key to all of this. The Borg are going to hook you into Star Trek better than anything else. I, I don't know about that. Well, you don't like body horror, so I don't I don't know, yeah. Uh, well, that's like 50-50. Any more questions? Uh, no, that was it. Okay. Well, I've got some notes, but let me get to your questions first. What did you think of the episode? What? Let's give it five, one out of ten. Um, well, like I said one, before... Two, one to ten. Sorry, not out of ten. Well, like I said before, it was like 50-50, so I guess I'll give it like a six. Okay. Yeah. I would give it about a six, too. Mm-hmm. It's not a great episode, but it's an okay episode. I mean, it was interesting in like the horror aspect. You really thought I was going to freak out with the body getting blown up. Yeah. And by the way, here's a picture of that puppet. Ooh. I know. It's was that his head? No, that's the actor. <laughs> that's I don't think that's the actor. I think that's the guy who made the puppet. Oh, okay. So, um, but okay. So, this is interesting. I didn't know this, that the writer, Tracy uh, Torme, um, adapted a story by Robert Sabaroff um, to the next generation and had hoped to make it conspiracy, a commentary on the Iran-Contra affair. Do you, my lovely wife, uh, this gives me a chance to talk about history, which you're going to hate. Do you know about the um, Iran-Contra affair? No. Um, so, in the 80s, there was Cold War drama. Of course there were. Um we're, we were fighting communists in a country called Nicaragua. I know Nicaragua. Um, our allies were the Contras. Uh, they were a country that was seeking freedom. Um, but they didn't have weapons, so President Reagan decided to go around Congress yep. and give them weapons. Why? Um, because they would help, uh, whatchamacallit, they would help win the war against the communists, the Russians. Okay. Or the communist back state after okay. Russia. So... Who did we give the weapons to to get to Contra? Uh, I don't know. Iran. Why? Um, not Iran. Okay, so we gave them to a man named... I, I, I'm loosely basing this. I was trying to make a joke because there's a song about this in American Dad. But um, we gave them to what would become the Taliban. And Why? We, oh, because at the time they were, were working with us. But unfortunately we created one of our greatest enemies. What? We didn't take them back? No. We, well, they did get caught. Um, a man named Ollie North, who was behind all of it, or Oliver North was behind all of it, um, with Reagan. Oliver North took all the blame so that President Reagan didn't get in trouble, mm -hmm. um, and avoided any kind of scandal. He, there was a scandal, of course, but they avoided it. Right. Um, all, Oliver North faced very little punishment, and now he's a correspondent on Fox News. Wow. <laughs> yes. So, I don't know if he's still a correspondent. There's a great song. I wish I, I wish I wouldn't get sued if I would have, I would have just said, well, how about, let's skip to a, to a song, but I can't do that. So. You can play, like, six seconds. It's a long song. I'll okay. play it for you after the podcast. But um, it's a real historical event. And this would have been a great episode for that, but of course they stuck on the, the Parasite plot line, and so it doesn't reflect her writing at all. Um, the it, like I said, it wasn't a horrible episode. I just wish it was more like, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know, maybe more detail, mm -hmm. more backstory. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would have been nicer. Um, and I'll say that uh, one of my notes is that two of the, the big people in Star Trek, uh, Michael and Denise Okuda, who do a lot of the graphics in Star Trek and a lot of the designs and, and universe building and stuff like that. Um, and I can actually say that they are now working on Star Trek again. I, this was really exciting for me. Who are me. these people? Michael and Denise Okuda. Who? They have worked on Star Trek since the original series movies. 
they do all the graphics. So whenever you see a computer console, um, you probably heard me refer to those as Akutagrams. That's because Michael Akuta designed those. Um, and he and his wife are an amazing team. They will go on to design many ships, um, lore, stuff doing Star Trek. And um, in the dark age, as I call it, between Star Trek Enterprise and J.J. Abrams' Star Trek, they will drift to other shows. And then when Star Trek comes back with J.J. Abrams, they will not be rehired to work on that film, unfortunately, which is one of those reasons that film kind of is a little shaky. And then when Star Trek comes back to TV with Star Trek Discovery, they will not be rehired until season two of Star Trek Picard. Um, and there is a drastic, and I think anyone will agree with this, there is a drastic change from season one to season two in the look and feel. Because mm -hmm. in season two of Star Trek, the biggest, or season one of Star Trek, the biggest complaint is it did not feel like Star Trek. Every single element didn't feel like Star Trek. There was a big fleet shot. And a big thing about Star Trek is when you see a fleet of ships in Star Trek, they are not the same ship. You will have different models of ship. You'll have a Miranda class, an Excelsior class, a Galaxy class, a Sovereign class, Steamrunner, Nova, Intrepid, Defiant. I want to see how many I can name. Constitution, Constellation, um, Akira, uh, NX. You know, you, you'd see, like, different ships. Okay. Um, this ship at the end of season for Picard was one ship. Just one ship copy and pasted over and over again. Even the name registry in some cases. So it was very lazy. Season 2 of Picard, the first fleet shot we see... It is some of the old favorites, some of the ones from Star Trek Online. It was literally, it made me cry when I first saw it. I, I think, I, I vividly remember, I shouted so loud that I woke you up and you came out to see what was going on. Because you I was did? so excited. Yeah, because I was excited to see these When ships. was this? This was a year ago. Oh. Yeah. Well, we, we were here, right? We were here, yeah. Okay. In our house, yeah. Um, no, I was just really excited. And it's because of people like Michael and Denise Okuda. Uh, Doug Drexler, I've got a fun story about Doug Drexler that I will tell during Deep Space Nine, but not now. But anyway, they said that the ending of this episode was supposed to be followed up on. Um, the big cliffhanger of going into space and hearing the signal, that was supposed to be followed up on. But it was also supposed to be the introduction of the Borg. Um, it is not the introduction of the Borg. These parasites are not the Borg. The Borg are something much worse in my opinion. Why? Um, because the Borg... Uh, these parasites, when you're infected by them and you're healed, there's not that much trauma. But with the Borg, you are left permanently mentally, physically scarred for the rest of your life. No, that's not good. There is trauma that comes along with it. Um, and I'm not going to tell you who, but a character from the main cast will be infected, will be uh, assimilated, that's the word we use, by the Borg. And from there on out, he will be a different character. Like a bad way or a good way? Um, a little bit of both. Okay. Um, there's a lot of good that comes out of it, but I think it's just from realizing that he had a near-death experience. Um, but it is a big moment, and we're very close to it. So I hope you're ready for the Borg. Okay. Um, our first Borg episode is coming up, and we have special guests coming on. Um, cue who? We will have Anthony and David from Star Trek Trexperts Quiz, our, our favorite buddies, so... That's really all the notes I have. I did not prep for this episode, unfortunately. But looking over this, I'm surprised there's not more cool stuff. I will say there's a star map behind um, the, the the puppet of the broken body. And that star map mannequin? was created... Yeah, mannequin, thank you. There was um, a map, and it included planets from the original series in Star Trek, the animated series, and Star Trek The Next Generation. It was the first time a big star map had been put together, and it will see continued use through TNG. And, weirdly enough, the first episode... Excuse me, episode of the first Doctor Who spinoff, The Sarah Jane Chronicles. So, I didn't know that Sarah Jane Chronicle reference. Good show. Good show. Um, but yeah, that's the end of my notes. Did you have a favorite character this week? 
Um, I don't think so. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay. Not really. I mean, Did you? I like I like Worf in this episode a mm. lot, just because this is the first time Worf uh, is really able to shine because he's taken Tasha's spot. Sadly, um, I will say. It is a little jarring when you watch the opening credits because it still says starring Denise Crosby as Tasha Yar. Um, so I wonder how people thought back in the old days. They're like, oh, they're just bringing Tasha back in the next episode. But Yeah, no. like, I I don't know. I just felt like there wasn't really enough time to actually build on the character within True. the episode. Yeah, I would so. agree. Yeah. But, okay, well, that's the end. Um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. I have an announcement. Um, I am planning a Star Trek charity gauntlet. What does that mean, you're asking? Well, I have come up with three phases of challenges that we will be practicing or, or committing on Star Trek Online. So far, we have two podcasts who have agreed to be a part of it, and I would love to have more. So if you are interested in being part of a Star Trek Online competition, even if you don't play Star Trek Online, it's a free MMO. It is easy to install, it's easy to get into, and you just need the starter ship. So everyone's starting out in a fresh character for this gauntlet. And it's not like we're going to play the game. We're going to do some fun Star Trek stuff. There's going to be trivia. There's going to be competitions. We're going to go to hotspots like Deep Space Nine, Ryza, Earth. Who doesn't love going to Earth? Boo. We're going to go to Vulcan. Everybody loves Vulcan. Vulcan's just like Earth. Who How cares? did you get this idea, dear? Um, I don't know. I really don't remember how I got this idea. Oh, it was from you. That's right. Wow. From last week's episode. So, um... I forgot about that because it's been a while since we recorded I that. take all the credit. You do. It was your idea, and you're going to be part of it. What? So, yeah, you're going to be hosting. I'm what? You're going to be playing Q. I will not be playing anything. You're going to be playing Q. Your job is to give us the worst... Okay, so how... Oh, I'm not going to say this on podcast, but you got a cool role in it. So do you I have to actually have to play the game? No. Oh, then... Okay, I'll do you it. You just have to sit next to me and pop in occasionally. Okay, yeah. I don't want to actually play. No, you're not going to. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you and I are both not going to play. I'm challenging. Oh, I people. thought you were playing too. No, there's going to be a prize. There, there's a prize. So the podcast that wins gets a prize. And I thought this was for. It's well, there's a charity. We're we're giving. Um, I've decided to give to the Hollywood Food Food Pantry, which is controlled by John Billingsley, who plays Doctor Flox in Star Trek Enterprise. Um, and then there'll be an in-game reward, which is pretty good for someone just starting out. So if you haven't started out in Star Trek Online and get want to get a little bit of an upper hand, come and join us. So. Okay. But if you want to follow us, you can head over to Instagram and follow us at Love and First Pod. Uh, we have a YouTube channel too, which is about to become active again. So if you want to go preemptive subscribe, please do. What's this month, babe? This month is Black History Month. Yeah. So we will be doing a special episode in two weeks at the end of this month where we talk about some of the greatest uh, black actors in Star Trek. We will? Yeah. Surprise. Oh, okay. I, I planned this as a surprise to tell you tonight. Oh. So, isn't that great? You forgot to say... What? You forgot today was the first day. I didn't. Yeah. I was joking. Oh, okay. I'm messing with you. Um, <laughs> okay, anyway, thank you guys for listening. So remember, if you want to follow us, head over. Oh, and Patreon. If you want to help support the podcast and make it where I can I can do these wacky things. Oop, I bumped the wall. Um, you can head over to Patreon. Just search Love at First Contact, and you'll be able to follow us and help us out. But we don't do this for money, so if you don't want to support us that way, a like on Instagram is, is more than enough for me. Um, I would also be remiss if I didn't mention the passing of Annie uh, Worshing. Um, Annie Wershing played the Borg Queen in Star Trek Picard Season 2 and Liana in Star Trek Enterprise. Um, she's a little close to us just because she was from St. Louis, Missouri, which is where we oh, live. Oh, she was? Yeah, I found that out today. Oh. So that made it hit a little harder. Uh, she was very young, um, and we send the greatest condolences to her family. She was in our favorite show. She was in our favorite show, The Rookie. That was our couple show. Yeah. She played one of our favorite villains. So, 
You should watch her in it. You should. You should watch The Rookie. The Rookie. It's got Nathan Fillion. Any sci-fi fan loves Nathan Fillion. That man is hot. Anyway. <laughs> um, we'll be back next he week. Is. With, do you remember the name of next week's episode? Uh, I just wrote the musical. It's called The Neutral Zone. I know, but I wrote the musical. I, it's not even you, a musical you episode. Lied. I did. Well, it's got that country singer, so I wanted to throw you off. But why don't you say we, we get a couple whoopies and, and go find a, a, I don't know, I'm trying to quote that episode. But, what? Because the, the guy's like, to date, he's like, why don't you, uh, we get a, a couple whoopies and, and we go off and find a, a hoot nanny. And David was like, what is he oh, even talking he, about? He's like, let's go find some girls and, and go to a party. Oh my god! <laughs> he was trying to take Data to a party, which I would love to take Data to a party. Data wouldn't even know what's going on. Data would just stand in the corner, like, cocking his head. He would like, sort of win beer pong. I can see it. Oh yeah, he would mathematically shoot, uh-huh. and he would just get every single one. I want, so. Can he get drunk? No. Oh. Well, well, I don't know because he got drunk in the yeah. the virus. Yeah. Episode. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. That'd be interesting. We'll be back next week with the neutral zone. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, let's warp out of here. Okay, bye.